Today's episode of Distorted View Daily is brought to you by AdamandEve.com, home to over one trillion sex toys, give or take. For a limited time, get 50% off just about any item when you use coupon code FREAK at checkout. That's F-R-E-A-K. Save half when you use coupon code FREAK at AdamandEve.com. What's the jewel? It's Friday, July 29th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, Chris Hansen catches a toilet twink. Plus, pulling your pud in Nancy Pelosi's office, reciting your aggressive woman poetry like Dora the Explorer, and you can now make characters do incest in The Sims. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents some dumb girls who hit a bird with their car. Broken. somebody, I definitely would have done anal no matter what. Christian now fears his flatulence. A lot of uh, hot liquid poo just went out all at once. Try new peanut butter eggs. Hey, freaks, Tim back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great one for you today. Our favorite predator catcher is back. Chris Hansen is preparing some uh, new sting operations that he will be airing on YouTube later this year. Totally looking forward to that. We mentioned it uh, on a recent episode of DV. Uh, what I didn't know at the time was that Chris also produces his own audio podcast. I like rape. All right, simmer down. Just trying to plug your podcast here. Would you let me lick you everywhere? Chris, yes, probably. I don't know. This is neither the time nor the place for that. Listen, I'm a big fan of To Catch a Predator. I have high hopes for these new stings. I hope he works with perverted justice. Such a great name for a group. I wish I could have named my production company Perverted Justice instead of Scrawd. This has been a Perverted Justice production. I got to see if they trademarked that or registered it or whatever. I might be able to steal it from underneath them. Great. 
So Perverted Justice is that group who, uh, you know, gets the decoy, you know, the, the fake 13-year-old. They chat with the pervert. They set everything up. In addition to these new stings, Chris Hansen also has a podcast called Predators I've Caught. Now, I've watched a bunch of uh, videos on Chris Hansen's official YouTube channel, and I, I've never really been that impressed with his audio and video setup. Seems a little janky, if you ask me. But I was pleasantly surprised when I listened to the most recent episode of Predators I've Caught. Uh, this was submitted to me, by the way, by Megan. Megan said I should check out the newest episode because it involves a guy named Twink Toilet. Great name. It's totally available if you need a handle calling into the voicemail line. Hey, Tim, Twink Toilet checking in. It's up for grabs. Megan uh, did not recommend this episode just for the name alone. Apparently, Twink Toilet hails from my hometown of Ashtabula, Ohio. Mm. Ashtabula can't catch a break. The only time they're in the news, it's for like meth explosions. I literally think the last time Ashtabula made national news, it was because um, there was a meth lab in a nursing home or something. We've got a real narcotics problem over there and apparently a real pedophilia problem. Ashtabula is a relatively small town. And so when I heard that uh, Chris Hansen busted some guy named Twink Toilet, my immediate thought was, which of my schoolmates done did slipped up? Oh, uh, someone I went to high school with totally turned out to be a sex pervert. I just love it because uh, consensus at the time when I was in high school was that uh, I would probably be the sex pervert getting arrested over and over for weird stuff. Joke's on you. I just report on the stuff. I just make a living off of featuring pedophiles, not actually doing the pedophilia. Thank you. It's um, an honest living. What can I say? All right, let me just play a little bit from this podcast. I got to learn about Twink Toilet here. I'm Chris Hansen. I like rape. Oh. If the name Twink Toilet doesn't immediately ring a bell with you. It should. You hear the name Twink Toilet. That's a name that sticks with you. You'll never forget Twink Toilet. You are not alone. I had forgotten about Twink Toilet. That's a screen name, of course, for one of the predators I've caught. Oh, his mom didn't give him that name when he was born. He's a fellow who, at the time of his arrest, was 35 years old. Edward Hollingsworth. Mm, that doesn't ring a bell. I don't think I went to school with uh, Edward Hollingsworth. By the way, I can't get over the background noises while Chris is talking. It's like he's in the boiler room where they killed Freddy Krueger. It's awesome ambiance. And he didn't get a ton of attention at the time, and I'll tell you exactly why. But it's an interesting case for a number of reasons. He was caught in Hollingsworth Twink Toilet. Now he's just trying to say Twink Toilet as much as possible. I don't blame him. I would I would be trying to do that, too. Twink Toilet. And I'll explain that later, too. Please. But you can start to figure out what that's about. He was caught in Murphy, Texas, outside of Dallas. The very controversial sting operation we did in November of 2006. Yeah, even though he was caught in Texas, I believe Ed uh, hails from Ashtabula. Uh, Chris Hansen goes on to say, now, the reason why a lot of people don't remember Twink Toilet is because uh, this is the same sting operation where as they were busting another guy, he committed suicide. And I think that was pretty much uh, the reason why they stopped doing To Catch a Predator. 
NBC was like, whoa, there's too much of a liability here. So unfortunately, Twink Toilet was overshadowed. Uh, it is now his time to shine, though. I think in this next clip, Chris is going to read some of the chat transcripts, one of my favorite parts of To Catch a Predator. Twink Toilet, Hollingsworth, says, damn, they keep getting younger in here, don't they? Doubt you are young and kinky. Look, I don't care if you're 53 or you're 13. If you start chatting with someone named Twink Toilet, you know what you're in for. It's obviously not right to talk to teenagers, but let's be honest. Kids are smart now. They have the internet. They know what piss freaks are. Hee <laughs> hee, love to be used by young boys. Grown men really need to stop texting like that. Hee hee hee, it's it's very, it's, it's, it's effeminate, you know? I love rimming, sucking, swallowing. Oh. Love cum, love oh. piss, love dirty boys. Oh my God. Who love getting freaky. Wow, this is so much better than to catch a predator because Chris Hansen can just say the words. Also, these will make great sound drops. Decoy says, wow. Can't say I hate it till I try it, right? That's right, decoy. Be coy. <laughs> Decoys often leave the door open. Hee <laughs> hee. True, and I would be on the receiving end of you doing your business. So it wouldn't be like you would be doing anything you don't normally do. Now, this this has always been a difficult thing for me to understand. I know other predators have this fetish <laughs> about consuming <laughs> excrement. <laughs> Peter Nygaard had it in the big investigation. Oh, we all remember Peter. <laughs> we did in the series for Discovery Plus. Peter Nygaard would ask these girls in the Bahamas to defecate on him and he would eat it. And apparently that is the fantasy shared by Hollingsworth. We will, we will. Eat that boo boo! Eat that boo boo! I want to change my ball! Eat that boo boo! Eat that boo boo! I love that uh, Chris Hansen's having trouble understanding this. For the life of me, I can't understand why someone would want to ingest feces. I'm having trouble with this. At least in this chat. Because what he's getting to here is he wants this boy, who's already said he was 13, to urinate on him, to defecate on him, and that he would get off on this. I this Moments like this uh, make me sad that Corey is not around to do mashups anymore. This fucking audio would be perfect. I mean, Corey could get like a whole album <laughs> out of just the Chris Hansen podcast. So it wouldn't be like you'd be doing something you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you normally just you take a shit in the toilet, except this time my mouth is the toilet. You just sit on my face instead of a porcelain toilet. It's no biggie. Come on. Don't be a prude. What goes on in a human being's mind? That makes him think this is okay. You know, I wish I could be a guest on Chris Hansen's podcast. I feel like I have, uh, you know, a unique perspective after featuring these fucking shit freaks for the past 15, 20 years. De I can tell you what, they, what, they, what they're into. Decoy says, though I'm 13, that okay? I didn't hear that part, he says. Smiley <laughs> face. Oh, okay. Well, I won't have you do anything you don't want to do, but my mouth is yours to use however you want. <laughs> yours? <laughs> Chris Hansen's grossed out, man. 
you know what annoys me about this Chris Hansen podcast? I'll t- I like everything about it. The thing that bugs the shit out of me is that he's got sponsors. It's like fucking HelloFresh and Amazon. The whole podcast is him reading these disgusting chat transcripts of pedophiles. Old guys wanting to shit on 13-year-olds. How is that any worse than a typical episode of Distorted View Daily? I can't get Duolingo or QuickBooks to sponsor DV. The game's fucking rigged, man. (laughs) Again, it's called Predators I've Caught with Chris Hansen. It's available uh, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Here's just a little bit from the interview with the Predator. I guess the cops are interrogating him. I cannot believe I did this. My best friend's mom is dying of cancer. Oh, okay. That explains why you're going to eat the shit of a 12-year-old. It's called Grief Scat. And it's a real mental condition. You know, it doesn't take an idiot to know that you guys are setting up things. But I wasn't thinking. And and to be honest, people say, well, you're thinking about sex. I wasn't even thinking about that. He wasn't thinking about that. All of this stuff. (laughs) It's all about the defecating, the urinating, the twink toilet stuff. It's all illegal. He pretty much gives it up. But it takes a minute. You said that you love to be used by young boys. Is that true? Use my face as a toilet, you said. Smear that brown chocolate turd all over my twink face. Give me that boy pudding. Twink toilet loves the soft serve. Just squat over and push. I'll wash it down with your amber nectar. Near the end of the episode... (laughs) Starting to talk like Chris Hansen. Uh, we learn about Ed's fate. Ed Hollingsworth died, died in 2012. Boy, he really stretched out the word died. Ed Hollingsworth died. <laughs> According to his obituary at the time, Hollingsworth was 41, lived in Harris County, formerly of Ashtabula, Ohio. <laughs> Passed away after a short illness. Probably got some sort of like bacterial infection or something from all the shit he was ingesting. Well, if you want to hear the whole episode, and it is great, I, this might be one of my new favorite podcasts, Predators I've Caught with Chris Hansen. Uh, check it out wherever podcasts are served. Good job, Chris. I think it's way better than his uh, YouTube content. Uh, another great submission courtesy of our Discord and DV listener, Pajamas, is the X Videos account of Geraldo Rivera. It's surprisingly verified, but it's not the real Geraldo Rivera, like the Fox News Geraldo, obviously. This Geraldo just sort of masturbates on cam. Obviously, X-Videos is like your Pornhub or X-Hamster. Geraldo, though, is creating some very unique porn videos. For instance, I've got a couple here. This one's titled Penis Play with Pelosi's PC, Capital Coup Cum Shot, Riot Roleplay. And it looks like uh, that he's in Pelosi's office. There's an American flag, a desk. We done it, boys. We cooped the dang government. And they said we couldn't. But look at us now, sitting all pretty. Feel like royalty. But, uh, hey, hey, get a picture of me in uh, this bitch Pelosi's chair. Should I be, like, doing some bullshit business with the taxpayer money or whatever? Hey, you get it? I'm, I'm, I'm pointing, I'm pointing at my cock. It is kind of hot. Cock, pointing to my cock. 
I think I'm into insurrection porn. <laughs> Suck on these nuts, Nancy. These are Nancy's nuts now. This isn't just sort of like some comedy sketch or something posted on X video. No, no, he gets naked and he starts jerking off. I mean, I mean technically I own this chair because I, I pay taxes and all, so... Yeah, jizz all over it. It's yours. I can do whatever I goddamn please in this chair. Oh, I like watching me jerk off at Nancy's Pelosi's desk. Oh. I do. <laughs> oh, you know, it turns me on so much. Just thinking about Nancy watching this right now. Oh, his clown nose fell off. I guess I should have mentioned what he was wearing. He's wearing like a jean shorts, uh, some sort of flannel jacket, and a clown, <laughs> clown wig and nose. I mean, now he's kind of naked. Oh, yeah, that Geraldo guy's so fucking hot. He's watching. Uh, he's watching Fox News as he's masturbating during the insurrection. I guess this is how he got his I'm name. Gonna watch his videos when I get home, but not tell my wife. Yeah, Geraldo Rivera's so fucking hot. I love watching him on Fox News. Oh God. It's a very specific porn for a very specific fetish. All right, that's just one video of many. I'll share with you one more. This is a man on a plane. He's just in his seat on a plane, mid-flight. Seatbelts off. You're allowed to freely walk around the plane. But he, he just, uh, he stays seated. Huh. Yes, this is 9-11 porn. Ta-da! <laughs> I, I love this man. He's, uh, he's after my heart here. As far as I can tell, and I haven't watched this entire video, uh, this guy is just, he's, he's aching to masturbate. And uh, he, you know, there's no one sitting next to him, so he's he's free to do it. Except there's all this noise, there's all this commotion. In this scene, he may also be one of the terrorists because he does have something wrapped around his head. I, I don't know. Regardless, the man just wants to masturbate. I might. Th I'll think about it. Okay, maybe it'd be good if you guys jerked off once in a while. Maybe clear your head a little bit so you can see how fucking retarded all of this is. This guy has the right idea. You masturbate, you start to see clearly, there would be no terrorist attack. They'd be taking a nap right about now. Oh, where was I? He, uh, he spit, he opens his pants and spits down it and then whips out his cock and starts masturbating. I mean, I'll give this guy credit. He's able to stay hard with all of that jib-jab talking. It's not a pretty language. It's a boner killer. Uh, someone did masturbate to this video. 37,000 people did, actually. Very popular video on X Hamster. Well, there you go. That's Geraldo Rivera. Just a small sampling of what he has to offer. Moving on now. You know how much I love performance art. 
poetry slams and feminist monologues. Well, I just happened to run across a clip from Brave New Voices. It's apparently the nation's first youth-centric poetry slam. And according to the description here, it's the largest, most diverse, ongoing spoken word event in the world. I need tickets to this event ASAP. Here are a couple of women performing their piece called Rape Joke. All right, it kind of sounds promising. I'll give this a shot. Knock, knock. Who's there? Rape joke. Rape joke. Rape joke who? Okay, I'm sorry. I already have a problem here. We have to stop this. At least one of these bitches has attended the Nickelodeon slash Disney school of overacting. They sound like they're in a shitty kid sitcom, don't they? They've got that Dora Explorer way of talking. Rape joke? Rape joke who? God damn. Really trying to stretch out those five words you got there, huh? Who's there? Rape joke. Rape joke. Rape joke who? Rape joke who's not fucking funny. I'm sorry. There's a greater likelihood that a rape joke is going to be funnier than a knock-knock joke. I mean, uh, your joke didn't have a chance, but you know, I, I get where you're going. I, I understand what you were trying to do with this. Don't worry. We're, we're good, good victims. victims. We won't cry too loud or demand your attention or ask for trigger warning. Men like to use the excuse boys get raped too when they hear women talking about their personal experiences. Well, sometimes guys just want to be part of the conversation too. Of course, I mean, everyone knows that guys do the majority of raping, but you know, I guess it's kind of important to note that Anyone can be a shithead. All the male survivors we know would kick your teeth in for saying that. And your friends who aren't survivors can't sympathize with you until they know all the gory details. Please, get your porn somewhere else. Oh, I hate that double-talking thing. I, guys, I gotta tell you, I'm completely lost here. What are these two trying to say about guys? When, when guys seem interested in your rape, it's just because they're jerking off to the thought of it? Tell me exactly what happened. What did the guy do? He hiked your skirt up and shoved his cock up your asshole. Because I don't, I don't think that's the case a lot. When, like when a guy is asking you about your traumatic experience, I could be wrong. I don't know. And once you do get their sympathy, it sounds like someone cat called me once, so I totally get it. Someone stepped on my foot last week. It, it was, was a man. man. I, I just, just felt, felt so invaded. Or are they talking about their female friends? Yeah, I was pretty much raped too. A guy whistled at me. These ladies just seem angry at everyone. Like, I'm sorry you were sexually assaulted or abused or harassed or whatever, but you need to seek help. You got a chip on your shoulder. And to the boys who write poems. To raped girls, don't worry. There's good men out Go there in the light poet. at the end of such a dark tunnel. They'll hold your hand in court and everything. Thank, Thank God I'll get some thoughtful dick someday. Yeah, these two cunts don't deserve any dick. I gotta say, I'm sorry. They're shitting on nice guys? They're shitting on the guys who will hold your hand in court? As you testify against the guy who actually molested you? Those sons of bitches. What? What? What do you want, girls? No, those poets will tell you. Violets are growing in the shadows under your eyes. They're not violets. It's skin. I know it's skin. It's good skin. It's gonna be skin regardless of what metaphors you attach to it. You'll be I find it interesting that these poets are shitting on poetry, basically. Yeah, it's only poetry if you scream it in tandem with your bestie. 
Maybe I just don't understand art. Be there when I cry. Until my eyes get puffy and red. You, you won't, won't be tearing off my lace panties. Because they were expensive and they make me feel like I'm worth something. Once, Once you figure out that the only time I deep throat is with a feeding tube at the psych ward, you'll be gone. And if you do want a healing relationship, how do you talk about it when the language is rooting against you? I, I'm, I might have to tap out here. They lost me at feeding tube deep throat. This is more of a like a public service to men everywhere. This this is to let you know who not to date. These two ladies, stay clear of them. Hey, wanna bang? Screw. Nail me. Everything is so violent. How to flirt with a rape survivor? Approach slowly and cautiously. Do not make any sudden movements or loud noises. Hey, baby, I've got anxiety, depression, PTSD, and crushing sexual insecurity. That is a killer Bumble profile, I must say. And then there's feminists who feel entitled to our poetry and narratives because... Yeah, fuck the feminists, too. They say... Under the You're really alienating everyone here. Patriarchy, like all women are... Okay, I know this might come off as sexist or whatever, but uh, their voice is driving me fucking crazy. I have to end this. Uh, real quick, anyone else you want to piss off? Then rich white girls walking around half naked while collaborating with the police. Yeah, fuck them for going to the cops, trying to track down their abuser. This is some wild ass poetry. All right. One last piece of audio dysfunction, and then we will move on. I've got a clip here of a father who is uh, trying to give his daughter a hug. She's outside playing on a trampoline. This is a divorced couple. The guy's no longer with the baby mama. I don't know if this is a visitation issue or what, but the uh, the baby mama does not want this guy to hug the child. Nova, come here. You do not touch them. Nova, come here, baby. You do not have rights to them. Do not fucking touch them. Come here, them. Nova. 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 Unfortunately, it does appear there's some child abuse going on here. I mean, naming your kid Nova. That should most definitely be a crime. Nova. Call CPS immediately. Come here, baby. I will call the fucking cops. Nova. I love when parents call their kids like a dog. Nova, come here. Come here. Nova, come here. By the way, what do you think is more harmful to the kid? This, this uh, adult male hugging his daughter or the trauma of hearing uh, your mother screaming, Fuck you! I'm going to call the cops! Nova, come here, baby. Come on. They, this is this is the type of mom she is. Come here, baby. No. Why can I not touch my child? I don't bro? trust you. Why would I trust you with my fucking kids? It's funny. As she's saying this, the child is crawling away and the mother grabs the kid by the ankle and drags her close to her. I don't trust you with my kid. <laughs> look at how you're acting versus look at how I'm acting. You're acting irrational as fuck. Come here. Can I get not? I can't give my daughter a hug. You're not touching her. Now, maybe he's lost complete visitation or uh, contact rights. Maybe he's a fucking alcoholic or drug addict. I don't know. She's calling the cops now. He seems... Come here, Luna. Can I have a hug? Okay. Uh, 500 Luna, too? Luna and Nova. <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to give my kids a hug. I'm literally trying to give my I'm kids a hug. keep him away from the freaking kids because I'm trying to get a protection order. And he's freaking sitting here filming me. And freaking trying to get the kids from me, and he doesn't even have rights to two of the kids. How dare you? He's uh, hugging, hugging one of his daughters right now. Well, she doesn't want to be a bad mommy when she's being recorded. Yeah. Is that my princess? It's okay. Look, mommy can try to keep you from me all she wants. I promise you, daddy will be 
Oh, Daddy will be right behind her. So this I'll is kind of like a dick move on the dad's part. You should never really talk about this stuff in front of your kids. I'll miss you. <laughs> like, yeah. Mommy's a real bitch, huh? I promise you, Daddy. Mommy's trying to keep you from me. I'll be right there, okay? I love you. Can a kiss? See? Daddy will always love you. Not like your fat, whore, drug addict mother! <laughs> I love that all this all this stuff now is posted on TikTok for consumption, right? Is that a penny? Yeah, you're such yeah. a fucking fake. I'm such a fake. Yes. I have been acting like this since I fucking got here, bro. Well, to be fair, you've been recording the whole time. So, of course, you're going to be on your best behavior. And I noticed the swearing stopped when she called the police, you know, when, when, she, when, when she had to talk to someone. So they're both probably pieces of shit. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news. Right now. If you are not yet a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you sign up, you'll gain access to the entire archive of programs. About 5,000 uh, episodes of DV in the archives. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. And earlier in the week on Tuesday, we did another one. Sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. Superfreaksideshow.com. This is how I make my living. And it is all because of you. Thank you so much for supporting the show. There is one other way to support DV. We've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. So... There's some cool little perks over there at patreon.com slash distorted view. Thank you so much to my patrons as well as my sideshow freaks. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, I was so excited today because Nintendo revealed that the next wave of Mario Kart 8 tracks uh, are going to be released. (laughs) By the way, I'm a 40 year old man. I'm excited. Mario Kart's getting new tracks. Waluigi Pinball is one of them. I about creamed my pants. I don't care. Let me in, let me have my fun. If you guys don't know, I mean, uh, this Mario Kart 8 is great. Uh, they they recently um, offered up this uh, expansion pack thing. I think you pay $25. And uh, throughout 2023, there's going to be waves of new tracks, right? Uh, each, each time, uh, eight new tracks get added. They've already done the first wave. Second wave is coming up. Uh, next week, I think, eight new tracks. By the end of it, you know, you, you pay 20, whatever, $25, you get 48 new tracks to Mario Kart. It's amazing. It's a great deal, I think. It's kind of like the, you know, the ultimate version of Mario Kart. This news story, by the way, has nothing to do with Mario Kart. I'm just very excited about it. Love that my man Waluigi is getting his course <laughs> added. All right, uh, me no win this time. Anyway, as I was reading about uh, this uh, Mario Kart edition, another news story caught my eye, video game related, that I thought was DV worthy. Why? Because it's not every day a video game adds incest into their core mechanics. What the hell am I talking about? Uh, Earlier this week, The Sims 4 received a big free update that added curved walls. Oh my God. Body hair and new wants and fears. Apparently, one of those wants is to uh, want to fuck your mother. Mother, there is no other like mother. So treat her right. Mother, 
Sims 4 also seemingly has added uh, incestual relationships. That's sure to spice things up. There are also uh, some other bugs, if you want to call incest a bug. Characters are also aging a lot faster, too. Apparently, this free patch was introduced ahead of the high school years expansion. According to PC Gamer, it looks like romantic wants have forgotten to exclude Sims who share family ties. The issue was posted on Reddit, showing a sweet grandmother who wants to ask her son to be her boyfriend. It's all part of the Sims' new Southern Lovin' expansion pack. Familial relationships are not taken into account for some reason, with the want being triggered, quote, from being friends with her son. You become friends with the son, and then it sort of blossoms into something a little more. A lot more. Granny's going to get freaky with her son. Uh, The issue has also been shared on the bug report forum with players understandably being a bit uncomfortable with the situation. Oh, fuck. Just laugh it off. It's obviously a mistake. People take everything so seriously. I can't play Sims right now. I'm too uncomfortable about the whole thing. They're fucking little pixels on the screen. They're not real people. Good God. One report read, in the recent update, I made a new save. More to have a new family and fresh start on my Sims game. However, this has unfortunately triggered the whim ask name to be a boyfriend, which would be all fine and dandy if she wasn't thinking about it for her father. Hey man, you want a realistic life simulation? This is it. Life isn't always pretty. It's gross and nasty, sometimes illegal. Apparently, Electronic Arts is aware of the issue, as well as the team acknowledging it on the forum. Sim Guru Nick, apparently he's like a moderator or liaison or something, said, I just want to acknowledge that the want to date a family member is something we know about. We've reproduced ourselves. Poor choice of words. We're working on it. We're looking to get it fixed ASAP. He also mentioned that the rapid aging bug was being looked at, too. So if you are a fan of the uh, Sims games, fear not. The mother-son fuckfest will soon cease. The debauchery that is family orgies, they're coming to an end. Enjoy them while they last, I guess. All right, uh, second story we have for you to jump. Before her death, 99-year-old Katrina Orduna Perez had one final wish. She wanted a giant statue of a dick on top of her grave. Dick and nuts! Well, she didn't specifically say anything about nuts, but they really would be the cherry on top. In Mexico, we respect our elders, and so they granted her wish. Her family unveiled the completed monument, a five-and-a-half-foot-tall cock and balls. She got her dick and nuts. Yeah, I think Katarina would have been a distorted view listener if her hearing hadn't gone out 20 years ago. Yeah, her family unveiled the completed monument, a five and a half foot tall cock and balls wearing, uh, weighing, I'm sorry, <laughs> wearing, uh, weighing nearly 600 pounds. Wow. Mounted on her tomb at a cemetery in Mexico this past weekend as a recognition of her love and joy for life. She wanted to break the paradigm of everything Mexican. I don't, I don't even know what that means or what that has to do with a, <laughs> with a big dick on her grave. Okay. Uh, Yeah, she wanted to break from the paradigm of everything Mexican, where things are sometimes hidden because of not having an open mind. Oh, okay. 
I think I understand. That's according to her grandson. She was always very avant-garde, very forward-thinking about things. Dona Cata, I guess, as she was lovingly known throughout the small town of uh, Misantla in the eastern... I'm sure I'm fucking butchering every one of these words. Uh, in the eastern state of Veracruz, had a particular affinity for penises. I'm right there with you, honey. And what she believed they represented. She always said in the Mexican sense that they were vergas. What does that mean? Verga? Verga? There are few words in Mexican slang as dynamic as verga, which is perhaps best translated in English as cock. Okay, just general dick. Cock. Penis. Due to its general use as a profanity. Depending on how it's phrased, it can be a brutal insult telling someone to go fuck themselves, or that they're not worth shit. It is a very versatile word. Kind of like how, you know, fuck is a versatile word here in the U.S. It can also be used as a compliment or a badge of honor. That if something is verga, it's cool or badass. That old cock-loving woman often used it with that sort of colloquial pride when referring to members of her family. She lovingly called her, called her family dickheads pretty much, right? That's like my dad. My dad used to call me and my brother shitheads. He would call me and Craig shitheads and then my sister dumb broad. As a matter of fact, when he was on his deathbed, he, you know, he was kind of he was mostly out of it completely. But uh, he kind of woke up at one point and uh, he was looking around and I said, hey, dad, it's 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 <laughs> it's OK. The two shitheads in dumb broad are here and kind of got like a little reaction out of him. Uh, from that. that that's very, uh, that's sad. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're talking about dickheads here. Good Lord. Uh, all right. Uh, they were people of moral fortitude, she said, with integrity, courage, passion, and at times love and joy. So naturally, they were dicks. Oh my God. I'm looking at this. <laughs> I'm going to make this giant cock and tomb uh, a chapter artwork image. So. If you're able to view these things, oh my God, you're going to get an eyeful. The great-grandmother had grown up in poverty and not attended school as a child, but through her hard work and determination became an influential member of the town. Politicians often made a point to visit and court her, knowing the clout she wielded in the area. Sounds like quite the woman. Over the years, as she got older, she told her family and people around the city that when she died, she wanted her tomb adorned with a penis. Her grandson thought it was just grandma being grandma, bold, spunky, and playful as always. He didn't think she was really serious, but before her death, he asked her about the long-standing request. She told me that it was her desire so that no one would forget her and that everything we loved about her would be remembered more easily. After her death on January 20th, 2021, we talked as a family and decided to make her dreams come true. At first, the engineer who uh, ended up making the giant penis thought it was a joke, but after several conversations, he got to work. And it took nearly a month and a team of 12 people, including a carpenter, a sander, a sculptor, and a carver to build the statue. They got particularly delayed on the ball sack when the first attempt was <laughs> disfigured. The engineer said the project was the strangest that we've ever built, but he really wasn't surprised knowing uh, the woman because she was someone who broke taboos. Photos of the grave quickly circulated on social media after it was unveiled just a few days ago on July 23rd. Again, if you want to check it out, uh, it's the chapter artwork right now, and it is magnificent. All right, final story we have for you today. 
A UK man who ate a festive ham sandwich at a Christmas market he was visiting with his family back in December of 2017. How is he still talking about a fucking sandwich in 2022? Well, he claims that the sandwich has been causing him uncomfortable flatulence ever since. He doesn't know what the hell was in that sandwich. He had bad gas immediately after eating it and ever since. Tyrone Pradas has been living a nightmare for five years, and he claims that it's all because of a festive roll he ate at a Christmas market in Birmingham. Mere hours after eating the snack, Tyrone was hit by stomach cramps, fever, vomiting, and diarrhea. He was bedridden for five weeks. That alone sounds like an awful experience, but it was only the beginning of his troubles. Ever since that fateful day, the 46-year-old man has been suffering from regular and uncontrollable... That's the, that's the real problem here. Uncontrollable flatulence that causes him embarrassment and stomach noises. It's so loud it wakes him up in the middle of the night. Well, he's had enough, and uh, he's going to get fucking litigious. Pradas is suing the owner of the food stall that he bought it from for about $243,000. He put a price on those farts. Uh, his lawyer recently told the court that months after his initial sickness subsided, his stomach was still making weird churning sounds, and the excessive and uncontrollable flatulence never really went away. Quote, the symptoms are primarily fatigue and altered bowel function. He's got a churning in his abdomen and flatulence. The uh, stomach continues to make frequent churning noises to the extent his sleep can become disrupted. That's according to his lawyer. He added that the extent of his symptoms have been life-altering with the excessive and uncontrollable flatulence making him embarrassed to go out in public. Although it's believed that the festive roll Mr. Pradas ate five years ago contained salmonella, the defenders of the company operating the food stall, Frankfurt Christmas Market Limited, uh, claim environmental health officers only found E. coli on a knife, but no salmonella. Look, everyone's body reacts to food differently. This can't be the first time you got E. coli or salmonella or something. I mean, come on. Can't, uh... Blame every fucking fart on this company because the plaintiff did not suffer from an E. coli infection. They say the allegation of salmonella must be proven. Ahaha! That's right. You're claiming salmonella. We only found E. coli. It could have been something else you ate at that festival. Or maybe, you know, you put your hand on something, then you put your finger in your mouth because you're disgusting. Who knows how you got that? If you have Crohn's or IBS or something, stop blaming my ham sandwich for everything. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, if you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line. I will play your calls first. Otherwise, I'm kind of behind on the regular voicemails. And we're going we're gonna to catch up today. <laughs> We'll, we'll play a bunch of regular voicemails. These, are, I think, are from April. Hey, Timmy. Scuznado here. I just had a question for you deviants out there. I'm wondering, does size matter as much when you're gay? Uh, I hope not. Straight man, I know that size absolutely does matter to women. But 
I prefer a small dick. And, uh, because, you know, I feel like I'm really accomplishing something when I get that whole thing in my mouth. You get a big dick and you can't you can't swallow it all. Does it matter? I kind of feel like a failure. Defeated. To women. But does it matter if you're a homosexual? Like, um, does it matter less? Just as much, not at all. Uh, I'm really. I'm a weird one, so you can't go by me. Uh, so uh, let me throw it out to um, other gays out there. I'm curious about this for some gay reason, and um, I'd like your take on it. And uh, well, you got my take. Don't get AIDS. Thank you. Uh, I will try not to. No promises. I think uh, monkeypox is a bigger issue right now. <laughs> right now, but I'll try not to get that either. Hey Tim, Dags, I'm here. Uh, just one question: uh, Have you got your CPAP machine yet, buddy? We're yes. worried about you. Don't want you to die in your sleep. I'm hating it. I gotta be honest with you. I can't use it every day. I try. Like, I, I think it's because I still have a weird sleep schedule where, like, um, I sort of like want to take a nap at midday and then at night I'm not tired enough. And if I'm not tired enough and I got that fucking mask on me, I just toss and turn. Like, if I'm tired enough, if I'm really sleepy, I can get to sleep with that thing on my face. Problem is, in the middle of the night, if I wake up, uh, getting back to sleep sucks with it. Uh, and so a lot of times I'll only uh, sleep part of the night with it. I know that's not good. And I know the, the CPAP thing does help. Oh, it, I love that. The feeling. I love the air whooshing in me. Like, just constantly having a, a bunch of air. I mean, I like the idea of it, but uh, falling asleep with it is uh, challenging. Obviously, I'm going to stick with it, though. Hey, Jimmy, this is Embrook. Um, Did you forget your name? I was listening to your <laughs> podcast from yesterday, Monday, April 11th, 2022. Okay. I just got to that today. I remember that one after. very well. And I'm like, what in the world? A hoarder with so much crap in her house. I'm just like mind blown. <laughs> Egg cartons to the ceiling. Uh, candy bar was probably 50 years old. The collectible at that point. And yeah, we featured some really gross uh, hoarders over the years. I love the ones that uh, th there's weird shit in the, in the refrigerator. The grossest one had to have been the cat hoarder. Who would just would stuff like when the cats would die, she would put them in the refrigerator. Like that's where she would store them. And you know, over the years, power went out and stuff, and the cats liquefy. Let's see, ah. over two hundred cats found living in that horrible stench. Sounds like she was a cat hoarder. Yes, and horrible conditions. So yeah. Anyway, just thought I'd rant a little bit there. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love featuring those hoarder houses because it makes my place seem not so, uh, you know, disgusting and tragic, you know? Hey, I, I don't have uh, animal seepage coming out of my refrigerator. Thank you. Hi, Tim. I just wanted to tell you. Hello. I love you. Oh. Bye. Usually there's a butt there. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Now, that is a perfect uh, spot to end the show, I say. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. If the name Twink Toilet doesn't immediately ring a bell with you. You are not alone. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review these shows. 
I had an absolute blast this week. Thank you so much to all of my listeners, patrons, Sideshow members, Lauren Michaels, Miley Cyrus, this incredible cast. Thank you so much. An experience of a lifetime. Good night, everybody. Join WLTR for our fifth annual Bolathon for the Cure. Raising money for male pattern baldness research this Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Bring your shoes, bring your ball, and bowl for a good cause. WLTR cares. Later tonight on LTR, Turbo and Zap versus a new set of contenders. Will they be a match for the atmosphere? Find out on American Gladiators. Coming up at 2 a.m. But first... Talon comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors, but mostly black. It's showtime at the Apollo, next on WLTR. You're watching WLTR, Caldesaville. It's showtime at the Apollo. It's Starring Steve Harvey. At the Apollo. With our guests all for one. Plus an all-new Apollo Kids competition. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Fuck. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.